Follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. What is follow-up? It's our job as public adjusters to follow up with the insurance company because if not, the insurance company will frankly just wait forever and a day to go ahead and make the payment. So if we allow them to go ahead and dictate the pace of it, then the insurance claim will never get paid. So it's our job as public adjusters to follow up. And today on the Commercial Claim Show, I'm going to actually share my screen and I'm going to teach you some of the templates that we have for our first follow-up letter, our second follow-up letter, and our third follow-up letter that we actually teach and we provide this in our course, but I'm gonna teach you right here for free on Content Wednesday because that's what we do. And let's do it right now in three, in two, in one. What's up, advocates? Welcome back to another episode of the Commercial Claims Show. I am your host, the Commercial Claims Advocate, Vince Perry, owner and CEO of Commercial Claims Advocate and Elite Resolutions, the public adjusting firm that provides all kinds of services for all public adjusters, contractors, roofers, attorneys, and everything. We are here for you. And let's get right to it. Everybody needs an attorney on their side. So whether you're a public adjuster, a contractor, or anyone else in the insurance claims business, make sure that you have an attorney that you could rely on, that you can go to for questions whenever you need it. That guy for me for the last 12 years has been David Farber. David Farber is the owner of the Farber Law Firm, and he has been there for me from the beginning of my career until now. And I would love for him to be able to help you as well. So make sure you call him at this number here and visit his website so you can learn more about the amazing David Farber of the Farber Law Firm. Additional living expenses is one of the most difficult parts of an insurance claim. And the reason is, is it's very high pressure. And as a public adjuster or contractor, you're already dealing with the negotiating of the build back process. You don't want to have to deal with ALE as well. Black Diamond Housing Services does all of that. They don't even charge the client. They bill it directly to the insurance company. It's all covered under the ALE coverage. So you need to call Black Diamond if you have a house that has been severely lost, whether it's like severe mold, severe water, fire, anything like that, where they need a place to stay, Call Black Diamond Housing Services and they'll be able to take care of your client from beginning to end. I had been looking for an accountant for years and I was unable to find anybody that I liked, that I worked with and was able to do what I needed to be done to my taxes and to my accountant. Jeremy David at Noble Wealth has been a godsend to me, my family and my company. We have saved so much money in taxes I can't even begin to describe and he knows what he's doing. You need to call Jeremy at Noble Wealth and get yourself the right accountant because he's the man who's going to help you save on taxes because ultimately you don't want to be making money, especially if you're self-employed and having it all go to the IRS. Call Jeremy, call Noble Wealth, and they will help you tremendously with the entire accounting process and your tax situation from A to Z. One thing that I always felt separated me when I was just a one-person show from every other public adjuster out there was my follow-up. I made sure that I followed up every single week because if we left it in the hands of the insurance company, it would take forever to get the claim paid because let's face it, insurance companies, I'm sorry, I don't mean to insult you. You can look back to a lot of these videos. I never really insult the insurance company that much, but it is a delay tactic. Uh, the famous thing is they deny, delay, defend. They're either going to deny your claim, they're going to delay the crap out of it, and they're going to play defense against it the entire time. So deny, delay, defend, the three Ds is what they always do. But let's face it, right? They delay, delay, delay. It's an income thing, right? I'm a business owner, so I know that as far as if I were the insurance company, I'm receiving monthly payments on the premium every single week. The longer I delay these claims, the more premiums I receive, the more my income and revenue difference from profit and losses. So... 
they are kind of inclined to delay the claim. It just is what it is. They constantly tell me that we're delaying the claim and public adjusters are delaying the claim, but we're not. Not the good public adjusters, not the ones that are providing the documentation and following up on a weekly basis, which is what we do at Elite Resolutions. So you got to follow up. I remember, I always tell the story, one of our adjusters, I remember I go ahead and I review his claims, you know, three months after he started and I notice he hasn't gotten paid on a single claim and I'm just like, hey, what's going on? I see no movement on your claims. He's like, well, I just figured the insurance company would respond or the insurance company would go ahead and do something. That's completely farthest from the truth. It's up to us to make sure that we take the reins on the insurance claims and follow up with the insurance company on a weekly basis. Very important. So, you know, one thing that we do is we have sort of our follow-up templates. We don't always go by the templates, but they're there, right? They're at least there to sort of help you. I think what's most important about the follow-up templates that we're going to go over the first, second, and third follow-up, it's just that you do it, that you do it every single uh, Wednesday, uh, every single week. So I want to tell you, we have a CRM that we use and we have pretty strict SOPs and processes and stuff like that. But if you're one person show and I trust me I was a one person show for 10 years okay so I know you guys you one man shops I get it um my goal was really once a week either on Thursday or Friday I would get office time where I would go to my folder and my email inbox start searching and I just go one by one I'd start with the letter a I go all the way to z and I was a one person show right so how many really claims that I did I have it was I was capable if i was signing five to ten a month you know i'm probably working on average at the time i don't know let's figure around 30 or so claims that are active that are not closed that are not in litigation with an attorney that i'm actively working anywhere from 20 to 30 i would take the time it would take a few hours to about three it's a full day's work of just going through one by one but if i can say it is the most rewarding and like satisfying feeling, an office day when you are able to follow up and touch every single one of your claims. Very, very satisfying feeling. You'll know what I mean after you do it. So once a week, Thursday or Friday, the reason why it was Thursday or Friday is sometimes Thursday would come around and I would already have appointments booked. So that I would make sure Friday was that day. But every week, once a week, follow up. Why do you follow up? If the insurance company doesn't respond, they're on the hook. If your claim ends up in the court of law and they go back and they see the insurance company wasn't responding to the public adjuster, that's amazing evidence. That's a case killer for the insurance company. Uh, As opposed to, you know, you just not doing anything and them requesting documentation and you never responding, that's a case killer for your client. So it's very important to just keep them, you got to keep pushing, you got to keep pushing and you know, the goal is to get the claim paid faster because that's what ultimately this does. But the goal is also to have everything in writing and to call them out when they don't respond, when they don't actually respond to your emails or your phone calls or any of your requests. So I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, we'll share the screen here. So hopefully we could just put this on here and we'll go to the first follow-up letter here. So the first thing we do is right after I have the first, the goal here is as soon as the claim is filed, I'm getting my estimate together. I've already got my photos. I've already got all the invoices. If I call the mitigation company, I'm waiting for their documentation. But within about seven days, I should have my entire file already complete. I should have mitigation, I should have my LOR in file, I should have my estimate complete, I should get the POL signed, and I should get the um, mitigation, any repair bills, any kind of proposals, anything like that. I should have that built within seven days. If it's a large loss, complicated claim, that's going to take longer. But your average 
$30,000 claim or was it residential claim? You should have everything done in your file within seven days. We'll call it 14 days the latest. You should also have an inspection with the insurance company within about seven days, 14 days, correct? So by the time you have the inspection with the insurance company, you should be providing your entire file to them. What does this do? Now, they can't ask for anything. Now, they're probably still going to ask for something, but technically, if you've already provided everything, they can't really ask for anything. So now, you're on offense. Now, when you could, now it's when you can start really following up with them and really sending out those letters saying, hey, by the way, we've already sent you this, 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 and this. What else do you need? I don't think you need anything else. If there's nothing else that you need, then I want this claim to be paid within the next seven days. And that's what the letters are. We provided you X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, and F. There shouldn't be anything else you need. And you've already done your inspection and you've already done a recorded statement. What else do you need? Just because your state has a time limit as to how long it should take for them to pay the claim does not mean it should take that entire time. So whether it's 30 business days or 90 days, it should not take 30 business days or 90 days. Once all the documentation is in their laps, the claim should be paid or at least coverage should be determined. And that's the whole point uh, behind it. So our first letter, after we've submitted everything, after we've had the inspection with the insurance company, our first letter basically looks like this. First follow-up letter. Good morning, desk adjuster. I wanted to follow up with you on this claim. We recently sent an email with our documentation. Documents in that email included LOR, photos, estimate, plumbing invoice, plumbing proposal, water mitigation. We've also completed an initial inspection with your adjuster on the property on this date. Is there anything else that you need to help resolve this claim? We would be happy to provide any and all documentation and or inspections at your request. If everything is in order, we would like for you to have your coverage decision slash payment made within the next seven days. That letter is going out seven to 14 days after you submitted your claim. They're already like, what? Give me a break. I got to investigate this claim. Doesn't matter. You've got everything. We're letting the world know in writing that you've got everything and you need to make a payment on this claim. That's your first follow-up. Your second follow-up is going to be, good morning, desk adjuster. As of today, we have provided you the following documents, LOR, estimate, photos, invoices. The date of loss is back on this date. Let's remind them how long it's been. We completed the initial inspection on this date. The recorded statement was completed on this date. I'm just adding some stuff here. We also emailed you back on this date with no response because we already did the first follow-up. We believe that we have provided you with more than enough documentation and information to make your coverage decision and make a payment on this claim. If you are still needing further documentation, we allow them, right? We're not trying to say that, we're not trying to say that, hey, this is the, like, we got to leave it up to them because they are still allowed to investigate. If you are still needing further documentation or have questions, please let us know as soon as possible via email or phone, and we'll be happy to provide that for you. Here's where I like to get a little, you know, we got to get a little personal, right? I haven't ensured that we are both working together to bring him or her back whole again. If there's nothing else, just I wanted to bring up the fact that it's not just me that's asking this. There's a person living in this home that is suffering. You'll see the next one I talk about a little bit more. But we close it again with the same exact line. If there's nothing else that you need, we look forward to your coverage decision slash payment within the next seven days. That's it. If they don't respond, in my opinion, I'm going to assume that there's nothing else that you need. So we got to put that out there. Thank you in advance for your time. I sincerely appreciate your corporation in settling this claim. That's usually two, three weeks or so 
after. Now, the third follow-up. Here's where we want to get a little nasty, but still nice, right? So third follow-up, okay? Normally, this is going to be you haven't heard from them. They're not responding. Like, let's go. Because here's what happens. You send the first follow-up. Neither they respond and they, they respond and they need stuff. Perfect. Okay, let's get that stuff. Let's get the inspect. And sometimes they schedule inspection later on. This first, second, third follow-up, I just want to be clear. It's usually when they're not responding. So third, third follow-up. Good morning, desk adjuster. Please be advised that the date of loss was back on specific date. And the claim was filed on specific date because now if I'm sending this third follow-up, it's either three to four weeks after we submitted the claim or honestly, it could be almost three months after because depending on what's been happening throughout the life of the claim. So I want to remind them how long it's taken. We have now waited X days for a decision slash payment to be made. Up to now, we have provided you with the following documentation. Now, if you're looking at this screen, I've got this sucker bullet pointed, right? LOR on this date, inspection on this date, estimate on this date, invoices on this date, photos on this date, POL on this date, recorded statement on this date, follow-up emails, and letters with no response on the following dates. Bum, 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 bum. If you're an attorney, I'm sure you're looking at this just like, that is how you do it. Attorneys love to work with us because everybody's on the same page. We're making sure that we're following up with these suckers every single week. So then we close it out pretty much. We have provided you with more than enough information and documentation to complete your investigation and make a payment on this claim. At this point, we have been more than patient and our homeowner is suffering. Therefore, if you do not respond to this email with a coverage decision within the next seven days, we will assume that you are denying this claim and will therefore proceed with litigation. Please feel free to call me at your earliest time available at phone number to discuss such and such claim. Now, Some people are going to roll their eyes, right? I get it. You know, we're threatening them with litigation. Uh, Here's the thing about me. I don't like to make empty promises. So before I send a letter like this, I am going to call the clients and I'm going to let them know, hey, just so you know, you've been copied on some of these emails. You know that they're not responding because I do try to copy the insureds, not on everything, uh, but on a lot of things to keep them in the loop. I'm going to threaten them with litigation. I want you to know that. And the reason why is because they're not responding and nothing's happening here. And frankly, I feel like it's the only way we're going to get their attention. However, I'm not going to make an empty promise. So I want you to be aware that on day eight, if once again, they don't respond, I want you to be ready to file a lawsuit. Are you ready to file a lawsuit? More often than not, when they see you're doing this and you're pushing them and they're acting like this, 99% of the time, they're going to be like, let's do it. Let's go. Or whatever it is that you recommend, you know? And the beauty about this, when you start to send letters like this, the insurance company eventually responds. So, and I know with everybody's state is different. You know, obviously, you know, Texas, you got attorney fees and costs. Florida, we don't anymore. And it depends on the size of your claim. But what I want people to understand, we could take it out. What I want people to understand is that you just need to have this follow-up. And you need to have the guts to really... Tell it like it is to the insurance company because if not, they're going to bully you. They're going to push you around. You need to take the initiative as the public adjuster and you need to bully back and push them around and let them know that, yo, we're like providing everything for you. Let's go. Make a coverage decision. I don't want you to waste any more time. So again, with your state's going to be different. What I really wanted with this video is just to give you that just to have a process of follow-up and just to actually follow up as often as you can. Because if not, the claim will just take forever and a day and you're never going to get it settled. I think I said forever and a day like three times. 
That's it, guys. I hope you like that because we have that. So in our course, we provide these letters. There's more letters as well. There's like another litigation threat. There's a POL letter. There's an appraisal letter. There's all kinds of letters that we provide you if you take the course um, to help you just sort of really get on your feet. And honestly, it's one of the things, these letters that we showed you, it's one of the things that I have noticed very experienced adjusters that have taken our course that was the most helpful was just to have these letters that they can go off and just sort of make it their own, but have like an idea of, okay, this is what I should be doing. I should be including a list of all the things we provided. I should be backing that up with a date um, and just really showing the evidence to the insurance company and to potential court of law, right? Because, you know, one thing we always say is you have to just sort of assume that every claim could end up in court. By doing this, documenting everything, the date that's actually sent, I mean, that's just like... It's just a recipe for success. So that's it, guys. I'm Vince Perry, the Commercial Claims Advocate, owner and CEO of Commercial Claims Advocate and Elite Resolutions. Guys, if you are at all interested in Elite Resolutions and what we're doing, because we are in basic pretty cool scale mode, if you want to come work for us, whether it's an admin, desk adjuster, field adjuster, public adjuster, uh, we've got all kinds of stuff that we're doing. It's pretty exciting. Go on EliteResolutions.com. You can fill out an application. You might have to take two assessments. I hope that's okay um, to see if you'd be a good part of the team. Also, we provide estimates. We're providing estimates for public adjusting firms, attorneys, contractors, anybody else that needs an estimate done. We've got three full-time estimators on staff that handles all of our estimates and any of your estimates as well. Go on EliteResolutions.com and go ahead and put us put an order in for an estimate. Um, also, if you're just starting out public adjuster or you've been doing this for a while, go to commercialclaimsadvocate.com. You can go ahead and check a look at this book. We have courses. We have this channel, all kinds of stuff. And what's most important is I want you to come out to one of our events. We've got events all over the country. We just call them CCA meetups, uh, Advocates United, and just bringing the entire industry together. Whether you're a public adjuster, attorney, contractor, whatever, I want you to come out to one of these events. I want you to meet me. I want to meet you. And we always have really killer speakers. And this is great stuff. It's great for our industry to get together. My mission is to get the claims and public adjusting industry so well known where I no longer have to explain to people what it is I do for a living. And if you're a public adjuster, you know what I mean. When you have to constantly tell people what a public adjuster is. My goal is for all of us not to have to do that anymore. And we're going to get there. That's it, guys. Thank you so much. Claim Settler. Oh, yeah, we got t-shirts available, too. Um, thank you so much, guys, for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you next week. Have a killer week. Goodbye. <laughs>